Hello and welcome to Noah Plus, Just the Clap. I'm Doug, with me is Deb. Hello. And we are celebrating episode 250. You said you had faith that we'd make it there. I did not. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know if we'll get to, like, nerdist levels where they're, like, episode 800 and, or 900 and something. But No idea. A lot. Episode a lot. Episode a lot, yes. So... I have something I wanted to talk with you about, because I feel like you would have about as strong reaction as I would. Okay. So, on Saturday night, I was hanging out with a paramour of mine that I've been seeing for a little bit amount of time, and admittedly, he has some things about him that I really don't like, but in general, we've been getting along pretty well. And we're sitting there and making dinner and watching a movie, and he decides, hey, I want to put on one of my favorite movies. Guess what movie it was? The Green Hornet. Horse. Southland Tales. Southland Tales. Oh, no. I may have to stop seeing him because he likes Southland Tales. There, like, I'm there in, are like worse I, reasons. Like I said, like I'm sitting in his bed hanging out with his dog because I love his dog while he's on the couch watching Southland Tales texting shit about him to other people. Why does he like it? He tried to explain it to me, but I kind of blacked out yeah. with the terrible... Yeah, no, it's... Although he did point out to me, if you watch it, the rock is a lot smaller in that. Like, his arms are really small in Southland Tales. And once again, on paper, that movie sounds great. Not amazing, but great. Well, on paper, it probably makes or, 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 sense. Or at least cool. Well, on paper, it's like, it's the first part of a middle of a trilogy, like... I thought there were like six of them, but yeah. Yeah, and you're coming in at like the like middle of the story. Like, I think he wanted to try and go Star Wars, but he failed miserably. Oh, yeah, because he had wanted to do like the prequel and comics, and then a a novel following that up, or something like that. It was, it was really, it was bad. It was real bad. And it's like, to do that, like, for the scope of what he wanted, he would have had to have, like, almost half a movie, if not more, of exposition. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that he just chucked us into the world with, like, very brief, like, energy crisis, waves. Or, you know, Justin Timberlake giving us narration. But God, I mean, it's just that it's, movie was it's so bad. fucking horrible. It's so bad, and it's like that—that—that's almost strike three. The first one being that he doesn't read very much. Yeah, I, I don't. Can't, he, like, I, like I, I don't mind if you don't read a lot, as long as you are at least smart and keep up with things. Like, no, almost nothing. Like, it was one of those things where he had gone and seen Ready Player One and we were talking about it. He's like, it was okay. I'm like, that was kind of my thoughts on it. But the book was a lot better. If you read the book, he's like, I don't really read books. And I'm like, <sighs> I mean, Ready Player One wasn't... Those in the know, we've all read it. But it was... I mean, and I know it was a New York Times bestselling. But I mean... It's not a book where if someone said I hadn't read it, I'm, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm but not I mean, angry about it. Just knowing his follow normal, up with, like I, said, I don't read. I don't his... read books. And it's just one of those things where considering his interests and kind of, you know, his little nerd fandom, I was shocked he didn't read that book. Yeah, nerds tend to read books. That's kind of our thing. Knowledge is power. But yeah, like I say, knowing Southland Tales and like, I just, oh, it was so bad, Doug. Like, I just had, I just had like sit there quietly, and not say anything because I knew if I opened my mouth, all the horrible things I was thinking. And you should have. He should be shamed. He should be nerd shamed, not nerd shamed. Movie shamed. I knew you'd have feelings about this. Yeah. No. I. It's like, like if. I was dating a girl and she watched a lot of romantic comedies or, or like, Under the Tuscan Sun or whatever. 
I go, okay, that's your thing. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Not my thing. I'll sit there and watch them. But usually they tend to have some kind of merit. For the most part. They're not trash. Like, no. if she was like, my favorite movie is Failure to Launch, I think I'd have some issues. But... Actually, um, no one's favorite movie. No, or any of the ones with Gerard Butler. They're all they're all awful. All awful. Gerard Butler does not make good movies. 300. Think of another one. Watchmen doesn't count. I was going to say Gods of Egypt, but I thought I'd nope. like it slapped for that one. Uh-huh. Oh, you mean Egyptian Southland Tales? No, that's not true. Oh. It's, Egyp- a- it's Egyptian... I was going to say the mummy, but that doesn't work. Because that was Egyptian. Like I said, just l- let's give it like a little bit of a, a little bit of a cushion because it had Remy Malik in it. What did? Uh, Gods of Egypt. God, that motherfucker got typecast. <laughs> well, he plays the Pharaoh's son in all of the museum movies. Like, what is he that he gets typecast as Egyptian? He is Egyptian. Is he? Yes. Huh. All right, then. I learned something new every day, folks. I'm not going to Google it. I don't care. It's not what I'm looking at. I know. Um, is that what you want to get into? Yes. Okay. Because we I thought have... you'd have feelings about that. Yes. Well, I mean, not incredibly strong ones in terms of the dude, but it's a terrible, terrible movie. Self-intense. But you can understand why that might have dried out my lady. And the thing is, oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's like probably dragging a fucking hot dog across sand dune. <laughs> I was going to say the Sahara, but I didn't want to imply that like there's like, was yeah, vast. yeah, a vast vagina, if you will. Um, you realize that would be the greatest nickname for somebody slutty ever? Vastgina? The Vastgina. I like it. Now we need to find a tramp. My uh, my friend, and we'll talk about the show I'm going to bring up uh, later, but uh, one of my friends, Courtney, posted this thing, and it was like, the name of the last, like, whatever you just watched is the name of your, nickname of your vagina. And not only do I not have a vagina, I but it makes it... I was just watching Big Mouth. Oof. Exactly. I... That's rough. <laughs> I won on this one. Especially because I don't have a vagina. Black Lightning. It's actually kind of a kick-ass nickname. Yeah. Make Leave way bl- for Black Lightning. Yeah. Well, then, if, like, you know, I'd just be like, oh, if I had a period, I'd be like, oh, Black Lightning's on hiatus. I don't know. Enough of that metaphor. Um, but speaking of that show and many others, lots of finales. One of them happened... Like a month ago, and I just got to it. But um, so we're just gonna. I almost said slam through the list. You cannot see. I'm still in the mode to be recording. Damn it, bizarre. Um, having fucked up the intro to this episode, uh, and then fixing that edit. But now talking about it, the thing you have not heard. Um, Legends of Tomorrow uh, had their finale ahead of um, Flash and Arrow and Supergirl, Supergirl and. Black Lightning, which is technically apparently not part of the Berlantiverse or Arrowverse, hmm. um, though they have mentioned. Well, they've, they've, they've. I think basically. I think they, they name dropped Supergirl. I think they haven't decided whether they want to shit or get off the pot on that one yet. Yeah, I, I can see it being part of it, but I kind of like it not as well because it's like, how many like you're gonna have an entire network full of interconnected shows? You know what I mean? Like, 
when you have if you have that many hits or popular shows anyway, like five, you have one almost every day of the week. Yeah, but considering but, CW hadn't been having a lot of success with other things before that, other than and the music's on in the back now. That's what happens when somebody plays the jukebox. Oh, is that what's happening? Yeah. All right. Well. But en- I mean, like, enjoy other than the whatever like, this is. Other than like the Vampire Diaries and Supernatural, they hadn't had a huge amount of success before they started developing these comic book works. To the extent where they did Archie for fuck's sake. Which is actually weirdly fascinating. I know, I know you like Riverdale. I, I haven't watched it. I don't care. No, it's not that I like it. It's just that it's oddly fascinating. Show you work. It's, it's almost, Archie and a murder mystery. Like it's almost like watching Twin Peaks, but except not. But without the seven-minute painting shovels scene. You know, you are not the first person I know that's ranted about the painting shovels. And I will never stop ranting about it. But I mean, it's like, you know, they... they I mean, I love Russ Tamblin, but Jesus Christ, David Lynch. Seven minutes of shovels. Fuck. That season of Twin Peaks took fucking forever to, like, just go. Like, Do you think... First third of it was so much setup, which was fine, but, like, nothing was happening. And I know it's Twin Peaks, and you're not going to know if shit's happening at the beginning until the end, and you're like, oh, it was going from the very beginning, and I didn't know it. With the weird box and the... Yeah, whatever. But, oh man, that was a really long season. So, how long do you think Veronica Mars would have run if it was on the CW now? With proper advertising and all that? Well, I mean, it's if they br- if say, Hypothetically speaking, they brought it back? I was thinking more like if it had started originally. Because it's got the right reach for its, I was going to say, for its fan On the last two seasons? Mm-hmm. I'd give it at least four. You think? Uh-huh. Like I said, especially, especially, hypothetically speaking, if Rob Thomas did it now, if because Rob he'd Tom, be well, Rob Thomas it, kind of still does Veronica Mars now through the books with the books, but you'd have the springboard of from they'd probably say, I don't know what you'd say, like not creator, but from like the showrunner or whatever, um, of, of I yeah from the well you wouldn't say developer, um, but like from the from man who brought you I Zombie. Yeah. Which, I mean, does have its very Veronica Mars-ish moments. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got a quirky, mouthy, sarcastic female lead. Mm. Did you watch the last episode? Nope. We can talk about it, though. Oh, my God. She ate the brain of one of those, like, professional wingmen Max Tucker types. Oh, God. Holy shit, I was cracking up. Watching her act like a horny douchebag, and not like a female horny douchebag, like a, a male, male horny, horny douchebag, douchebag was fucking hilarious. Draw the nipples, Jimmy. Every time that, that sketch artist comes back. It's so worth it. Um, now be a good little sketch, bitch. Yeah. Um, just the fact when she's on the hopeless romantic brains and she has him draw her, her crush. And then he's like, okay, we're finally done. And she's like, yeah. And I have to draw, like, the killer. And he's like, who the hell is this? She's like, Zach. She starts making out the picture. Oh my god, I honestly think they just go, what do we want to see her do? Like You're one of the have, good ones, Clive. The, yeah, the, the super racist one. And Grumpy even, old live, yeah. And even the one where she ate the like rich old lady was vaguely racist. Um, the one where she was the hockey goon was awesome, because she's missing a tooth for the, almost the entire yeah. episode. Yep. Like, what happened there? She's like, don't worry about it, you hoser. And you're like, yes! All she does is curse Canadian, it's great. 
Um, but like but anyway, I said, from the man, who brought, oh, sorry, the man who brought you iZombie, Return of a Legend, Veronica Mars. But it wouldn't be a return to it. Like, if you're talking about if he starts it now. And you can kind of promote it as a way that they kind of kind of promoted Firefly, where you say, the man who, like, you know, revolutionized, like, you know, vampires is now, like, moving to space. And it's like, yes, I love Buffy, therefore... I would like to see what you do in space, which I did. Uh, not enough people did, unfortunately, at the time. But, but to say like, you know, what he did to zombies, he's doing the detectives or whatever. Though I guess it might be detrimental if he were to do that now, because it'd be like launching another semi-procedural show. So people like creature of the week shows. People like procedurals. Yeah, but to do like two of them back. To, I mean, it's like. It's and like yet the glut CSI and then CSI. Oh, okay. No, I was I was going procedurals on that one, but you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. When you find a niche, find a way to make people enjoy it and take new things on. And speaking of those superhero shows, sorry, uh, legends. So, yeah, legends had their uh, season finale ahead. Um, and I have my opinion about the length of episodes, which is a good opinion. Uh, but I will say that you finally see, like, they finally wrap up the whole um, malice, but you find out it's pronounced malice, which I like that you find that out on the very last episode, that they've been mispronouncing the demon's name for an entire season until the demon's, like, it's pronounced malice, uh, which, of course, Mick Heatwave fucks up and calls him phallus. Um, love it. Mick has become the reason to watch that show. Well, you've been pushing for me to watch it because of Mick for a long time. Yeah, well, and this season has been uh, very magic-heavy with the return of uh, Damien Dark again. Um, and uh, you have Constantine pop up no less than three times. Uh, season premiere, uh, then in the middle, and then finally at the end when he needs help some more, which is implied that Constantine will be joining the Legends which we love. Yes, because they um, got rid of um, Amaya. They got rid of uh, Grandma Vixen. Um, and she didn't have her mind wiped, so I'd be very interested to see what goes on there. If there's any kind of fallout. I have a theory that um, her daughter who begets Vixen, the modern Vixen, uh, Mari, uh, is um, Steel Boy's kid. Okay. I mean, you do see the see you do see the mother character, and she is very dark skinned, but eh, it's dominant versus recessive genes. I mean, you never really know. So I have a theory that that he's actually Vixen's grandfather. Okay, is my theory. Um, I could be wrong, but I think it's possible, especially since they let her remember. Because then she could say, "You have a kid," and it gives them an out if he needs to leave. But then why would he? That screws up time. Never mind. Um, that last part. Don't worry about that. Time travel gives me a headache. Uh, you don't even want to know what I was looking up earlier. Uh, Roko's Ballast... B- Roko's Ballast? Which is this thought experiment that... It's awful. It's all about, like, AI and the singularity, and it's like, mentions, like, in the future, um, the AI the AI is like, taken over the singularity. And, um, it's punishing people in the past for not helping it uh, become developed. Okay. Like people that either actively fight against it or don't help it become that it, they're being punished. And it's, it's called the timelessness 
choice where it's like if an alien says there's a box with a thousand dollars box A and there's box B with as a million dollars or nothing in it which one do you choose but the supercomputer in my com- in my computer in my uh, spaceship knows the future and it says you're going to pick you know both boxes or whatever so if you if it knows you're going to pick both boxes he has no reason to put a million dollars in box B so you pick box A and you but if it knows you're going to just pick box A then the million dollars is in box B as well because you know he's going to pick one box it's circular logic what it is is it's it's all about like um free will and determinism and it it's brain breaking look it up later because um, I really oversimplified it, but um, Roko's Basilisk, Basilisk um, they, they bring it up on um, Silicon Valley, the last episode, uh, because they start, they link in um, a fledgling AI software uh, into uh, their like new internet, the decentralized internet, mm-hmm. and um, creepy because A, it is implied that the guy who made the robot totally fucks it, and he totally does. Also, guy who fucks robot, played by the uh, wormy guy who works at the record store in uh, High Fidelity, okay. who looks like a robot, robot fucker. I mean, if you think about it, if, picture him as a scientist, he'd be a robot fucker. So, um, Mollus was brought down by basically the Care Bear stare of their uh, MacGuffins, which were these um, the totems of like Earth animals. Uh, water, fire, whatever. It was basically Captain Planet mm-hmm. meets Infinity Stones. Heart. Yeah, and <laughs> the poor bastard with heart. Um, and they, of course, the best callback ever, manifest a giant Bebo, which is like this weird Care Bear Furby care, like, creature who at one point earlier in the season got displaced from, like, the 50s, or no, from the 70s or 80s, and ends up in, like, ancient Viking times where they heralded it as a uh, deity of war. <laughs> nice. And they're like, all hail Bebo. Like, it is, and it's like, Bebo's hungry, and they're like, feed it, flesh of our enemies. Like, it is awesome, and, like, the fact that it's a demon fighting a giant Bebo is awesome. All hail Bebo. It's, uh, at one point, so they realize that they screwed up, like, Christmas, because it's when the Vikings come to America and Christianity doesn't take off and blah, 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 blah. And it's a time aberration. And she's and the people in the time bureau are like, okay, we think you fixed it. And they're like, okay, cool. And they're like, happy Bebo Day. And they just stare at her and they, the bureau lady goes, that's not right, is it? And they're like, no. They're like, well, we got to go back. Um, happy Bebo so Day. So there are a handful of friends that every Christmas I'm going to text like, happy Bebo Day and see if they laugh. Good Lord. Um, so I finally, was it satisfying? It was. The thing about the episodes, um, they only had, I think, 18 episodes. That's what I want for Flash and Arrow. 18 episodes? Yeah. I am over this fucking 22, 24 bullshit. Flash has been dragging since season three. They drag out their villains way too much. Um, Arrow, it's just like, how deep in a hole can you dig Oliver Queen until you fix everything on the last two episodes? So I think they should break it down into like three acts, six episodes each, give it to anyone in terms of like just basic writing structure, and just have like 18 episodes. 
12, I think too short. I think you need something on cable TV or HBO or Showtime where you can have a full hour episode as opposed to the 48 minutes or whatever it is. Um, to do like a 12 episode season like with Westworld or anything else. Um, so I think 18 on network TV. I think 18 would be good on anything network. Okay. Is my opinion. And I think Legends, that structure needs to do that. Um, they didn't really realize Mollus was floating around um, until like halfway through the season. It's, it's I know. Um, you know, they placed Constantine literally beginning, middle, end. I mean, he was act breaks. Okay. Um, whether, I mean, I, I don't know if that was on purpose or not. I'm assuming it was. Because it's way too much of a coincidence that that happens okay. at where you would have act breaks. So, might have gotten my degree in English. As I take a sip of conviction. Um, if I and Coca Cola. If Coke, then yes. Um, finales. I finally got around to watching the X Files finale. Okay. Uh, I, ended up, I was behind by like three episodes, so four, whatever, doesn't matter. Um, a very unsatisfying finale, especially because it's going to be uh, with Gillian Anderson leaving. Fully expected them to kill her. <laughs> they did not kill her. They, in fact, gave her a dangling plot thread <coughs> that you're like, why are you not bringing her back? Well, maybe she doesn't want to come back. Their grown son, mm-hmm. who you find out is actually uh, her and the smoking yeah. man's son. We talked about that, when I, yeah. when that on that big reveal. Um, somehow survived being shot in the head. So he's back, which I'm glad. Like it, Him getting shot was would have been satisfying, but him coming back is just as satisfying. It's like, oh, shit, like, okay. It's kind of a no-shit moment. I like that. Um, but then you find out, and, and Mulder, who still thinks it's his son, son yeah. uh, finds out it's not his son. And then he's sad because he's not a father. Do you know where I'm going with this? Yeah. Okay, and then it. she goes, you are a father, and you find out that she has an impossible baby. Why do you say that? Because it's not possible for her to... Didn't she have like a full hysterectomy or something? I don't after, but she's, it's not possible for her to get pregnant. Is the whole point. And why would you want to have another baby with her? She's half fucking alien or whatever. Like she still has... Or was the baby... Was William like half alien when they put her in? Or she's got alien genes in her, right? Because that's why she was having like psychic flashes with William. Yeah. So like the kid's going to be... Getting a quarter, at least a quarter alien, depending on how dominant the genes are, which I would imagine that they are extremely dominant because it's a government experiment and they're going to make them dominant. I am freaking out, folks. Like I said, I like how angry you are about this. Well, I can't yell because we're in public, but so never stopped you for them. For that's very true. So for them to have like the whole like pregnancy thing and then have her like fuck off, like it makes no sense. I, I think it was a shit thing to do. I think killer, or don't have her have that like dangling plotline of a baby. Because you know what? I didn't like it when Dexter was a single dad, and I'm not gonna like it. I'm gonna like it a lot less with Fox Mulder. Oh God! Can you imagine he was a single dad? No. People living your life. Mm-hmm. Running around getting his dick wet because he's a sex addict. Cause that's the only reason you'd ever cheat on Tia Leone. <clears throat> Still mad about that as well, to be perfectly honest. Um, though I did want to bring up a specific episode. Did you see the Chuckle Teeth episode? No. I want you to Google 
chuckle teeth right now while like, I'm looking at like you. Like images or? Sure. Yep. Chuckle teeth. Please stop saying chuckle teeth. You're making me uncomfortable. Don't just wait till you see him. And he came out of the woods. <coughs> oh, I'm waiting, folks. She's almost there. I'm not. Get off Angry Birds and look up Chuckle Teeth. I am. What, what about it? You see him yet? Oh, that's why. It auto-corrected it to Chucky Teeth. Oh, yeah, no, that's like little doll teeth or something. It's not great. Oh, there you go. That's Chuckle Teeth. And he wandered out of the woods, you Wandered out of the woods to kidnap a child. <laughs> and the kid that he, like, kidnapped... He looks like a character from Bendy and the Ink Machine. He does. He actually reminds me, weirdly enough, of the Toy Man in the Superman animated series. Remember I had that, like, yeah, giant weird yeah. doll head? Really that, like, the mouth never moved, and he was all like, Wanna play with me, Superman? Yeah. Like, that's what it reminded me of, but ten times more terrifying. Like the, f- really I was viscerally like reacting to that episode out loud with my headphones in. My roommate was like, "What are you watching?" Because I kept going, "Oh hell no, oh shit, nope, fuck that." Like when the kid's like, "Come back, chuckle teeth," and he kept the kid had like it was a little kid, and I kept thinking he was saying chuckle cheeks, which is way scarier. Because I'm like, "What does that even mean?" But like he like has the doll. The doll's terrifying. So I was like, "Oh fuck, it's a doll episode." And then there's like a life-size one, like leading him into the woods. And my big takeaway, other than how terrifying it was, was that he was wearing that pair of Doc Martin spats that I have too. So now I have to burn those shoes and piss on the ashes. Like I said, it's the origins of Slenderman all over again. It was very Slenderman. Actually, they did have a Slenderman-esque episode, and I can't remember the name of the creature, but it was supposed to be like an urban legend, and then William, the psychic X-Files kid, like made these two girls think they actually saw the monster and they just like stabbed each other a bunch it was fucked up so it was a Slenderman episode okay kind of I can't remember like what the name of the creature was but it was supposedly like a Slenderman-esque that like William had been like writing this like fiction about this creature and then like it became like not viral but like a, a, like a specifically small town urban legend okay um, thanks to the interwebs like the um, Jersey Devil yeah 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 like like location a specific, very rele- a very region specific, yes, big bad, yes. Yeah. regional, yeah. Um, so X Files, yeah. I mean, they basically killed the two heads of the conspiracies too, because they popped off Mister Y, Mulder killed him, and then Mulder also killed. Kind of nice symmetry in this one. I didn't realize Mulder also killed um, Smoking Man. Mm-hmm. So now, like both sides of the conspiracy corner left like leaderless. So we gotta, we'll see what happens there. I'm, I'm assuming they might... If she's not coming back, it implies there will be another season. Which will tank horribly because it won't have Gillian Anderson on it. We don't know, though. I mean, I haven't really read anything on her leaving or staying, but I guess we'll see. She's stay. leaving. Okay. For how long? Until they back up that truck of money, I'm sure. Beep. Beep. Yeah. Beep. Yeah. Or she'll make like special appearances, just go, The baby's fine! And then that's it. And it's like, motherfucker. Um, Deb, have you looked at the Teen Titans set pictures yet? Yeah, it's not great. Beast Boy doesn't look that bad. Like, I know a green guy may not play. I get it. There's, there are certain things I'm willing to go with. 
you know, like it, how Wolverine isn't in blue and yellow spandex. Well, any of the X-Men are in spandex. Well, yeah. except for Deadpool, but you know what I mean. Um, in terms of the first X-Men movie. Yes. Um, there, there are certain things you can overlook. Or the fact that, like, Galactus, while I hate they made him a giant dust cloud, I understand that he wasn't going to be a giant dude in purple shorts. I know that's not going to play. Well, it's, it's like the psychic squid thing. It's very hard to translate that. Yes. But they end up doing the, like, the, you know, the, the machine was called Squid. And it's like, oh, okay, nice nod. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's some kind of, like, energy thing. Evanescence is playing, folks. It's that's probably it's probably been going it's probably on for ten minutes. Subconsciously making me angry. Um, this is like my trigger music if I was like oh, in like La Femme Nikita or uh, uh, more specifically like Red Sparrow or something. Um, so if I was a hot chick spy assassin, I, I did find it Evanescence funny that they were be, they were both female. Well, what's what's a male equivalent one? Oh, pr- Premium Ultra, Ultra Premium, whatever that one was. Ultra pre- Premium Ultra. Premium Ultra. I mean, I know you don't like Max Landis as a human being, but I do like some of his movies. I don't like him as a human being. Frankenstein was god-awful. God, that was so fucking bad. So bad. Like I said, it's not that I don't like him as a human being, it's that I think he has some growing up and therapy to do. Yes. But it does make sense he'd have a ton of, like, sexual harassment stuff. Not saying, just saying. Yeah, I mean. So, um, yeah, the Teen Titans set picks, not great. Everyone has, and I will say this, I'm going to come to the defense of the actors. Because a lot of people were attacking the actors. And it's not their fault. No. It's wardrobe. It's the directors, say, not, it's the producers. It's the one who does the styling choices. Jeff Johns, I don't know what the fuck you're signing off on, but please stop doing it. Um, I don't know if he's running DCTV. Like maybe he's just quit. He's just phoning it in now. He's like, oh, I made my mark. Yeah, in comics, but not... And, I mean, his run on... that When he relaunched Teen Titans, fucking fantastic. Especially when it crossed over with Judd Winnick's Outsiders. Okay, I'm going down a nerd hole. But um, I know I know that there's a soft spot in Jeff John's heart for the Teen Titans, so I don't know if he's in charge of all of it. I know in Marvel you have Kevin Feige um, in charge of Marvel Cinema, and you've got Jeff Loeb doing Marvel Television, which I think is smart. You know, delegate, compartmentalize, don't, you know, not necessarily compartmentalize, but... Well, they um, need to be their own entities that can occasionally interact. Well, yes, and to run, like, all of Marvel media, like, too much for one person. Um, Even with a PA or personal assistant, if you're not, you know, you don't read the trades. Um, But... So I don't know if they have someone like that in D.C. I mean, you have Jeff Johns, but... I've not heard of anyone else working in TV or, or, you know, anything else that's like a name that I'm aware of. I think David Goyer at one point was floated around, but I don't think that happened. Um, but yeah, they, they're attacking the, the actors and it's not their fucking fault, so leave them alone, folks. Um, but yeah, Starfire looks like a fucking prostitute. I'm, I'm going right out and saying it. Now, yes. Well, she's always had a pretty revealing costume. Yeah. It's like it's like uh, Power Girl. She's always had the really revealing costume. And yeah, they did give you a reason for that. But and it who still wrote that? Out. Jeff Johns. There you go. Like I said, they you guys did give you a fucking character doctor. Like I said, they did give you a reason why they have, you know, the big boob window. And yes. But that was kind of backing up. It was explaining something that was just lascivious. Like I said, that was that was them making it a little bit less like, hey, let's look at cartoon boobs. Yeah, which was totally what they were. At the yeah, yeah. Um, 
Now, in, in terms of Raven, she does look closer to what she does in the in, in the comics. I think, in terms of like her smiling, I think there was a set picture and the actress was smiling. I don't think Raven is a smiling character. I always thought that Raven... Actually, I know that for a fact. I was going to say, I always like to think that, you know, the episode of the Powerpuff Girls where they all become their own superheroes? Oh, and uh, What's-Her-Name becomes Buttercup. Spawn. Yeah, I always thought she was a lot kind of like how I imagined Raven being. Well, that was, yeah, they were like joking around with like... Well, it was, it was mostly Spawn. It was mostly think... Spawn, yeah. But still... Um, and Bubbles was like the little bunny with the pogo but stick. But she just hopped. Yeah. It took her forever to come. Such a yeah, with the, so. yeah, sorry. Go ahead. And then um, Blossom. The Blossom was the... Um, did we flip them somehow? No, Blossom is the one that is the uh, leader. Buttercup is the best fighter, and she was the spawn character. And Bubbles was the one in the blue dress yeah, yeah, with yeah. the pigtails, and she was the bunny. Yeah, yeah. And then Blossom was like Wonder Woman or... Something along the like same that. lines as Wonder Woman, yeah. But sorry, go ahead. No, I don't think Raven's going to be a smiley character. So, but the internet's freaking out, and God bless the internet on, on this. In Can the internet of, just get back to roasting Kanye West on his terrible shoes? I'm going to let you finish. Um, I will say that I kind of like that they will service the fans, and they'll go, they'll either defend it and say, look, you're not seeing the finished product, just you wait. And I'm I'm all about that. I'm like, okay, you're we, right. We have the five episode rule. Yeah. Um, but I also like that sometimes I'll go, hmm, this thing is set up to fail if we keep going in this direction. Is this a bad thing or a good thing, Deb? The fact that like fans can influence a project like this. Yes and no, because. Ultimately, it won't succeed if the fans don't like it. Agreed. Do you need to cater to all their needs? No, but you need to pay no, attention to just a little bit. No, you do not need to be 100% bit. beholden. We go back yeah. to the whole Squid and Galactus thing. Yeah. You don't need to be beholden to the source material, you know, but, but you, you, can, you can use it as a, as a launch pad to... Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, Beast Point not being 100% green? Fine. Maybe it didn't look right. Fine. As long as the effects of him turning into an animal are good, I really don't care. And Beast Boy's never been one of my favorite oh, characters finally, anyway. Jesus. Sorry, I had a burp stuck in there for like five minutes. He'll never escape the vessel. Um, I just want to see Beast Boy as a green tiger. Or an elephant. Mm. Or, I mean, it turns into pretty much everything. Pretty much everything, yeah. Um, Black Lightning had its finale. Um, I'm going to miss Greg Henry. I like him. Greg Henry uh, famously, um, you'd know him as, he was uh, Peter Quill's grandfather mm-hmm. in, in Guardians. Uh, in he Guardians. was uh, one of the main, one of the main, ba- with the beginning bad guy in, um, what's the one, Mel Gibson that I like? Pay, uh, pay, no, uh, Payback. Oh. That super that awesome revenge yeah. movie where it's like, I just want my like, like 10,000. It's just here shooting holes in my suits. That's like, just me. He's like, that's just me, man. It's alligator. Yeah, you have Maria Bello as the, uh, yeah, as the uh, uh, prostitute. Prostitute love interest. Yeah. Oh, man. Such a great movie. Such a great movie. It was so out of character for him, too, but it was a really good no, movie. No, it really wasn't. I mean, kind of, like, with, like Lethal Weapon and all that, like, it's not that far-fetched. I mean, he plays a good, like, kind of dark... He can so play so a darker hero. Lucy Liu is the insane dominatrix Haitian, you know. Yeah, who hits Greg Henry in the face with the phone? Like I said. Oh no, he hits her with them because he's like, "I'm on the phone." Anyway, sorry. Yeah, she's like some kind of weird dominatrix head of the trans or some crazy shit. Would be so good. 
Um, it's very 90s, but the I, it still holds up. Yeah, he's trying to get his money from the Oh, uh, they call him the, yeah, because the syndicate's uh, antiquated term. It's like, I just want my $10,000. Here's 100000 I just, I mean, like, it's so, he's so principled. That movie. It's so great. Well, and you have him running, you know, to the ex-wife who ends up overdosing, and yeah. Well, he, she doesn't overdose, but she's, like, strung out, and he pins the... Hit the wedding ring on the wall with the syringe. It's like, God damn it, that was such a... just Like, if that was on the internet, like the movie would slow down, it would say, Thug Life at the bottom. Like, it would be that meme. Um, but I'm going to miss him as the bad guy. I really thought he he was great in it, uh, playing this weird kind of rogue um, government op guy who was trying to create a army of superpowered people for the government mm-hmm. using this new like metahuman arms race um, which is why I think it's slightly connected to the Berlantiverse because he mentions metahumans yeah. um, still looks like steel but reads like uh, but watches like uh, Luke Cage okay. um, like I said it, it comes on like after 9 o'clock so they do get away with uh, more uh, violence and cursing not like they don't say fuck or anything. It's not like like it's Netflix still ne- level. It's still network TV. Yeah, but they can go a little darker, and and you have. I'm glad they didn't kill Tobias Whale because I'm really digging. One of the few rappers that can actually kind of act. Like he chooses scenery really well. Like even though it's like you're not a trained actor, he just kind of plays like like a gangster, and he's all like, "I'm gonna, how much fun can I have with this?" You know what I mean? And it's Crondon. Croydon? I don't know how to pronounce his name. So I think it's C R or K R O N D O N. I'm not. A, I don't. I don't know any of his music. Um, I think he pretty much only got the gig because he's African American albino, as is the character in the comics. Um, oh, like Brother Ali. Is Brother Ali albino? I don't think I've ever seen a picture of him. Don't bring him up. I don't care. I wasn't planning oh. on it, but okay. Um, just show me chuckle teeth and ice cream. Um, <laughs> is that going to be our new thing as I randomly send you stuff and then please don't. magically it's chuckle teeth? Um, I was showing people at work and I'm like, look at this terrifying. Everyone's like, what the fuck is that? As soon as like, we get done, I need to mail it to and a they friend also of have, mine. They also have some kind of like dark Teletubby on that episode too. I, I can't remember what they call them, but it's like, it's so like, it's, who did Seven Seal? Who, who's the director on that? that I'm, Ingrid Bergman? It's it's very Bergman esque. Like if like the knight and death were playing chess in the background with the Teletubbies dancing around, it would have made sense in this. Like it is so dark and weird. I don't know what the Google is. I can't remember what they called them. No, I'm I'm looking at the Seventh Seal because that doesn't sound right. What like what? Who directed it? Yeah. It's Ingrid Bergman. The actress. The actress. What are you talking about? the actress from uh, Casablanca. Oh, um, um, fuck, what was her name? You're gonna say it, I'm gonna go, oh yeah. Well, I'm looking at the director from Seventh Seal first. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm gonna watch... Okay. Look, you got it? It's, Ingr- it's Ingmar, not Ingrid. Okay, Ingmar. That's why I was confused. Probably the male version. Yes. Yeah. And then who's the lady? I have to look up Casablanca now. But she's in Seven Seal. Why don't you just keep looking up Seven Seal? Um, but I think I'm going to keep watching Black Lightning. I mean, I... Yeah, and she's Bergman. It's Ingrid Bergman. 
And she's Ingrid Bergman. Yes. Okay. So I had the actress, but not the director. Bergman. Whatever. It's the same last name. Yeah, that's. But that's why I was. That's why I was so confused because I'm like, no, she didn't. <laughs> that's why you jumped to the actress. I'm like, why are we jumping to the actress? Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. We're close though. I mean, really. No, no, you were very head. close. Um, but still. So yeah, I'm gonna watch. Like I said three times now. Sorry. Um, I'm gonna keep watching Black Lightning. I got through the season. Um, I want them to streamline his fucking suit. I realize Black Lightning sounds like some kind of version of PCP. No, their version is green light. Not red light. Interesting. Oh, and uh, Tobias Well totally does a Pulp Fiction and gets a uh, suitcase full of green light. I'm sorry. Not the drug. I mean, there was probably a light bulb that was green in the suitcase. Which, of course, just makes me think of the episode of Community where he buys... I was going to say, the buys briefcase. Ahmed the prop, and then they close it from with the lights still on, and it sort of lights the authenticity on certificate on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, very, very Marcellus Wallace. And you have Chevy Chase as the gimp. Oh, God, yeah, I do remember that. Is that when they're all meeting at the... That's when they're all meeting at the diner where uh, Britta used but to work. But then Abed does the he does, my dinner uh, with my, Andre, my dinner with, with, Andre with, Jeff. with Jeff at a different restaurant. Yeah. I need to go back and start rewatching that. Um, Is it time? Let's get into uh, the Deadpool trailer, the final Deadpool trailer. We're so close. So close. You see a lot more Vex Force on this one. Yes. Um, you still don't see a whole lot of story outside of... Watch out assume, for Cable. Yeah, outside That's of like the story. Cable's hunting some chubby kid who flips people off. Isn't he the best friend in Superman Spider-Man? No. It's not the same actor? No, that guy's much older. Not much older, but I mean... Slightly older. Yeah, yeah. Because um, the the kid, um, the Deadpool's protecting, who's... I, I'm, I'm not looking up the name, because I don't, I don't want it to be a spoiler. Um, probably looks maybe 8th grade, freshman in high school. Whereas the Ned no... Leeds in... Um, oh, it wasn't Ned Leeds, he was just called Ned, but... Implied it's Ned Leeds from the comics. Yeah. Um, he, he was, you know, I, I'd put them as like sophomore, junior. Okay, so they'd probably be around like 16, 14 17. or 15. I gotta remember I'm older than... I was 18 my entire senior year of high school. Uh, I turned 18 like three months in. Yeah, I'm no, in, my birthday was in August, so I was so. almost, I was older than most of my classmates. I was in December, so I missed that cutoff date, so I'm like six months older than everybody else. But anyway. Um, you notice there's not a lot of I'm sorry, oh, boring you. Excuse me. No, Marina McCarran in the last trailer. Like, none. Not in the last trailer. In no, the before one before that, it, though. Yeah. You have the Miss Kiss Me Like, like You Miss Me Red. Yeah. Um, we might have watched it a few times. Uh, and you also have her giving him the pep talk about you know, protecting a child. In which trailer? I didn't see that. Well, I know what happened because she's talking to him about, you know. Damn it, which trailer was that? I know I saw it. I'm not crazy. Okay. Um, but no, you haven't seen that much Maria Baccarin. Which, um, I mean, it is what whatever. it is. Yeah, it is what it is. I'm glad they're happy together. I'm wondering when she's going to get powers. Because in the comics, she's copycat. Well, don't they have two sons? Who? Deadpool and uh, copycat. No. No. Sabretooth killed her before they ever had kids. could have sworn Deadpool had a couple kids. He's got a daughter hmm. that he had, like, when he was still Wade. Okay. Um, 
I think she's like late elementary school age when you it, she gets introduced. But yeah, okay. he has a daughter. She doesn't know that you know the father, you know any of that. But um, he does have a daughter from when he was like still a mercenary. Whatever. Um, I loved it. So you see more of X Force. You finally see Shatterstar. Who I actually didn't know was in the movie until this trailer. And they hadn't even teased it. No. Uh, you haven't seen much of Zeitgeist, who is played by You're Going to Sneeze, Burp, Vomit, It was a burp. It was a burp. I'm fine. Okay. Um, you're going to react biologically to something. Um, I like how you went sneeze, cough, vomit in that order. I'm like, first I'll sneeze, then I'll cough and vomit. Ew. Can you imagine sneezing while you're vomiting? Is that even physically possible? I don't think so. I mean, I've sneezed while I had a bloody nose before. That wasn't good. Oh, no, that's horrible. I, I'd done that when I was a kid. Yeah. It's it's the blood equivalent of pinwheeling. No, pinwheel Star- or sunflower? Sunflower. Sunflower. <laughs> Which is where you hold your mouth yeah, really close, close or your, your hand, hand really close, close to your mouth. mouth when you're about to vomit. But it still comes out. And then out it comes out like a plugged fingers. hose. Yeah. <laughs> you put your thumb in a hose and... Thanks, Kyle Canade. Um, Mamblin' gambling man tattooed on my arm. Anyway, um, where were we on? Oh, Deadpool. Uh, haven't seen that much of Zeitgeist, who is played by whatever that guy's name is that plays Pennywise in the new It. Um, he's one of the Scars guards, I think. Um, let's see, who else? We see a bit more of Domino. It looks like the her eye mark isn't... It's like makeup. Yeah. It's not part of her. No, it looks like, like it's it is makeup. in the comic. Like I said, it looks like makeup. And I do like that they have the go- uh, the, the joke about her being lucky. I like that they made the joke about it not being cinematic. Which She's like, yes, it is. I'm interested to see how they pull that off. I mean, really, other than like the guy pulling the gun on her and it jams or misfires or whatever it was. Um, did we talk about Walking Dead finale? No, not time? yet. Or if we did, I don't remember. I... Did I... I didn't... We didn't get into that? I don't, no, I don't remember. That was two um, weeks ago. Keep talking about the Deadpool trailer real quick. Um, <laughs> I just want more Dopinder. <laughs> I want to know. I'm if sure you'll see more of him. He looks like he's getting like toughened up, like the way he like, spits. Oh, I like the, the joke with them doing like the Reservoir Dogs walk in the spit. But I want to know how much trouble he got into getting into the car accident with his rifle in the trunk and the bag of guns in his taxi. Oh, Bantu? Yeah. He's um, as handsome as he is devious. <laughs> yeah, like whatever. Like I really hope they kind of. It would make sense if they didn't play that up. Like, it just happened and we never hear about it again. Would not surprise me. Also, do you realize it's the final um, the final trailer and they finally, the IMDb finally changed the name of the movie to Deadpool 2. It is no longer untitled Deadpool sequel, which I still think that's what they should have called it. It's, it's better. Um, the internet broke when they introduced Pete... Oh, Pete. Who seems like a walking dad joke. Um, rumor has it, it could be Pete Wisdom, who is a British spy in the comics, um, who has the ability to create what's called hot knives. He absorbs solar energy and releases them out of his fingers in blade-like projectiles called hot knives. That just makes me think a little I know, I mean, it's stupid, but no, guess who? But Warren Ellis Gambit. invented the character, and it's awesome. Hot knives. It was worn in the 90s. I, you know, he was still drinking pretty heavily. Might be time for me to read uh, Super Gods again. That's Grant Morrison. You're right, sorry. Uh, we did not talk about The Walking Dead 
finale. Wow, that was. I'm glad I caught that. Yeah. Um, I think I talked about it so much at work that I think we talked about it on a podcast. Um, yeah, I'm excited for for Deadpool. Um, I've got really high hopes for that director who did John Wick. Um, you know, I was a little worried with the humor, um, but I think it's the same writers. Okay. And I, but I was a little worried with the new director. I mean, Tim Miller was so instrumental in that movie. Yeah. Um, it does look more heisty, action-y than it does comedy. And it does seem like the comedy's resting on pop culture references. Well, I know, but that's a big thing right now. I know it's supposed to be meta. Um, I do like they call out... Uh, okay, now we're just back to community. That's so meta. But I like that they called out, like, the Thanos joke and the DC Universe joke okay. and the, Goonie, and the Goonies reference. Oh, we're recording a message. Um, let's just do Walking Dead super quick. Um... It was very much, pretty much the comic where uh, Rick has a speech. Uh, we could have worked together. Uh, Negan says, no, we couldn't. He slashes his throat. They keep him alive and say, your punishment is going to be in a cell watching us rebuild the world better without you. It's um, a good punishment. It is. Uh, of course, in the comics, they go to Negan to help uh, with the Whisperers, who are insane people who wear zombie skins. Um because they think it's their world and it's like a weird cult it's fucking weird um Morgan's fucked off uh they've kind of like just had him go to the junkyard to be by himself for the rest of his life apparently uh pretty much just frees up uh Lenny James to uh be on Fear the Walking Dead because Morgan's gonna be on that now part of the uh, they needed something to make that show good um nobody liked it I got. I did get a little misty because they do like talk about how, um, like Carl's writing letters as he's dying about like how he remembers, like his dad taking him for walks down this like country road when he was three, and he goes like, I remember, like I didn't think I remembered, but like now that I'm going, like these are all these great memories, and do that with, you know, my sister, your daughter Judith, and do that with all these other people. Like it doesn't have to be a war, you know, it can be better. Um, so I got a little misty at that, but otherwise... Look at the flowers, Doug. Look at the flowers. That was... God damn it, Carol. Such an um, emotional gut punch. That was... That bitch needed to go, though. I like to think that of myself crazy. as... Like I said, I like to think of myself as a people person. If there's... Weird head thing. But, um... No, yeah, it, it's... If, if, if in the phrase, bitches be tripping, if there's one bitch that was tripping... That was Lizzie. Well, I mean, she was a little girl, but she also was a liability. She tried to kill a baby. You just turned the air on. But her logic. Kill a baby. But like I said, in her mind. Not because it's one less zombie, or she was hungry, because she was a fucking sociopath. Like I said, her logic made sense, though. There's little kid logic in that, like. Like, all cats are kittens? And then there's tried to suffocate a baby. You know I don't like kids. Why? Because their logic's fucked up. Like, that's it? Well, there's other reasons. Not that they're helpless shit machines? I'm actually pretty fond of... That they're liabilities in the zombie apocalypse? I'm actually pretty fond of babies, but I don't like kids. That's because you're going to hand back a baby. Uh, I think it more has to do with the fact that most of the children I met when I was working were people that thought it was okay to bring their children into a bar, so they were shit kids. 
I know where you worked, and I can see bringing kids in for lunch if they're well-behaved, and it's like... They're not. Okay. Well, that's my thing. Is That was my caveat to that. Um, it's been two weeks since we've talked, Deb. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like we have a huge list, because it's been two weeks, and this is kind of built up. I actually haven't watched that much, because in the last week, a uh, couple weeks, I've been playing a lot of video games. I tried to get back into Last of Us... I failed miserably. Well, you said you didn't much care for the game mechanics because it felt a little bit too much like Uncharted. Yeah, and I just got done playing like five Uncharted games in a row. Um, So I took it upon myself to get yet another palate cleanser and start playing Batman Arkham Knight, the third... Because I don't count Arkham Origins, that's a piece of shit. Very few people would consider that a palate cleanser. I mean, yeah, it's completely different, but it's also a universally loved game. Oh, it's so... So fun. Uh, it's, and I'm going to say this twice about two different games, but it, no, 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 I'm not. Because um, I, I would have been, I've been, I would have misspoken about Arkham Asylum. Uh, I'm sorry, Arkham Knight. But uh, it is really good. It, gra- I, it grabbed me from the get go. And as I had always said, like, Arkham Asylum was the closest I was ever going to get to be Batman. I was wrong. Arkham Knight is the closest you're going to get to be Batman. Because it's as opposed to having, like, the like 16 square blocks of Arkham City you can glide everywhere they built Gotham City in Gotham Knight and yes you absolutely do need the Batmobile to get around and it is the tits I think Spider-Man was one of those first big games that I ever really got introduced to I have already spent the money pre-ordering the deluxe digital edition Oh, of Spider-Man, that Marvel Spider-Man that comes out in September. Oh, but like I said, I think that was kind of that big sand, the, the first big sandbox game that I ever really got exposed to. Which Arkham? No, Spider-Man. Oh, one of was it one of the movie ones? It was after I think the first Sam Raimi. Yeah, yeah, that was a big. Uh, uh, but the, didn't they like laser scan New York or some crazy shit? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like I said, I just I remember how big that game was and how you didn't have to play the storyline. You could just go on all of your random yeah. side oh, no. missions. We'll, we'll, and I remember the huge we'll, fucking pain in the ass thing about, like, jumping from balloon to balloon to get up to the fucking see, I don't like the one where, like, you have to race the Human Torch. I know that wasn't that game. That was that wasn't that game. Ultimate Spider-Man, I think. Um, but I don't like any, like, timed things. I like to take my time and do whatever I need to do. Um, yeah, you want side missions? The Arkham games are your fucking games. Because... I've been, like, they they don't even, it's called The Most Wanted, it's like the side missions, mm-hmm. and all of the, like, villains that are running around, not just your main one, which is Scarecrow. Um, Scarecrow! But, um, they come up, like, like, not only do they, like, you get progress on them randomly, but, like, you don't have access to all of them right off the bat. So, like, you'll, like, start doing one thing, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's a fire over there. Go investigate that. I'm like, well, I'm in the middle of doing this. I'll go to that fire later. And when you go to the fire later, you're like, oh, fuck, there's Firefly. Like, it's like slowly unlocks all of the side missions so you don't get them all at once. So it's like you're like literally torn on, like, what should I do? What should I do? It's so fun. Um, I viscerally jumped out of my chair and then started laughing at how scared I got. When you're climbing up, uh, there's like some kind of disturbance. I was investigating it because I'm fucking Batman. And I'm just about to climb over the top of the roof, and the most realistic fucking version of Man Bat, like, screams right into the camera. Like, it pans, like, like tight in on him. I yelped 
so loud that my roommate thought I'd hurt myself. And I immediately like, stood up, like paused. My heart was thumping in my chest. And they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, and I started laughing because I was like, the game scared me. Like, I was so embarrassed. But like, I was just like, I'm going to own it. So I have a, a couple friends of mine that have lived in this place uh, up on Cap Hill, not that far from here for quite a while. And it's one of the very, like, oddly laid out split houses mm-hmm. where you kind of walk in the, you know, kitchen, living room type area. And you can go down into the basement where there's another bedroom and a bathroom. And then you can go upstairs. No, yeah. it gets so much weirder. And then you can go upstairs where there's two more bedrooms and then there's another set of stairs to, like, a loft area. But since one of my friends that lives there is a super gothy, spooky kid, he had totally decorated, like, all the stuff in, like, the, the TV area downstairs with, like, a whole bunch of, like, gas masks and doll parts hanging is off the you? ceiling. and Nope. Oh, wow. There's, like, gas masks and doll parts and shit hanging off the fucking ceiling and stuff like that. You know, just normal, like, goth teenager living right. room crap. A friend of ours was down there playing Silent Hill in the dark. Oh, fuck that noise. Yeah, playing Silent Hill in the dark, and the other roommate came in and scared him so oh, loud, yeah. he screamed and woke up everyone in the house from loft all the well, way down. Well, that's, like, Silent Hill and, like, Resident Evil were those first, like, that... The, the horror. first batch of like horror games where like you wouldn't even notice the music had stopped and the game is like dead silent until not to be confused with the, I believe a game called dead silent but anyway until you get the jump scare and yeah. you get the jump scare and you're like what the fuck like he screamed so loud like yeah. I said just not because of the game but because he was playing in the dark in this creepy little living room and somebody came in you want creepy one of the most wanted missions in Batman you find these disfigured crucified corpses um, and you have to like deep tissue scan them for the clues and the killer leaves opera music playing and that's how like if you hear it you're like oh I'm close to one of the bodies and I don't know which villain does it like I've been cycling through and I'm like and I asked a friend who had played it I was like I just want this one spoiler like who's doing like, the well don't the tell me music. but I was like is it Professor Pig because I'm like I kind of want to see what they made him look like on a Playstation 4 game uh, he was a doctor who wears, like, a pig mask. It's yeah. fucking freaky. Thanks, Grant Morrison, for that nightmare. Um, like some kind of Grant Morrison fever dream. <laughs> and, uh, and he goes, who? And I went, oh, God, it's not him. Like, I, I don't know who it would I be then. I kind of want to Google it now and see. Just don't tell me when you find out. Um, now, the only thing that could stop me from is playing... Is Arkham, Arkham Knight? Arkham Knight. I mean, I do already know who Arkham Knight is. I'm not going to say it. That's fine. Um, but I, I do know who it was. I, I found out who it was. I mean, the game's been out for three years. I'm a little late to the party, but it is really fun to play. The Batmobile is a blast. Um, the Riddler challenges are great. Um, basically, he's kidnapped Catwoman, who has a collar with nine explosive devices on it. Each one unlocked by a key. Each one, of course, you get the key when you finish the Riddler challenge. But, like, the first one's a racetrack, and the second one was, like... Um, like a puzzle mechanic, and the next one's like um, skill based in terms of like jumping on things. Okay. Like so, they're radically different mechanics to solve them, which I really like because well, I don't, I don't, I don't like racetrack things. I'm not good at racing games, so to have like that first challenge be a racetrack with the Batmobile, I was like, oh shit! It's like God, they're all racetrack. I'm like, oh sweet, they're not, and it's a lot of fun. Um, the uh, uh, HUD. Uh, like choosing stuff is a little twitchy, but you get used to it. Okay. Because um, it's not kernel direction; they're set up on a circle, and you use your joystick. So sometimes I'll like 
accidentally pick the wrong, like, gadget. Um, so when I need to grapple, I'm all of a sudden throwing a batarang because my thumb moved an extra, like, three nanometers. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Oh, um, okay. It's a, it's, a li- it's a little fluid. Oh, fuck, is it good? I didn't say anything. God damn it. I don't like that you know now, because you're just looking at me and you know it, and you're trying to, like, telepathically will me to know who it is. No, I'm not. Part of you is. Which part? The dick part. The imaginary dick? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, but the only thing to stop me from playing and completing Arkham Asylum in record... Arkham Knight. I'm gonna do that. Um, not, it's not an insult to any of the games. They're all great. Um, it's just that Arkham Asylum is like the thing to like roll off the tongue because it's the place. Because it's Arkham Asylum, yeah. yeah. Um, the only thing to make me stop playing Arkham Knight was, of course, the release of the erection <coughs> enabling the erection causing the perma... Can you stop saying erection? Permaboner game, God of War. The game that I pre-reserved... Uh, like four months ago um, is already up for I think between 8 and 10 Game of the Year awards it's only April um, and it's called not only like not to be glib but a game changer and a console seller and I will say this um, um, I've had two watched a little bit of the gameplay on Twitch and I was very impressed my friend Edgar, who sold his PlayStation 4, watched the gameplay, and now wants my PlayStation 4. Why so did he a, sell his PlayStation cons- 4? Uh, he said he wasn't playing it enough. Okay. But yet again, he wants to go back and replay um, Last of Us and replay Horizon, which the new God of War reminds me of a lot of Horizon, and I'll get to that in a moment. Um, but the, the night I bought it, I stayed up, not like super late, but I played like a good like hour and a half. Um, oh, excuse me. A couple hours into it. And... I walked into work the next morning, and they're like, one one of the guys like knows that I watch movies a lot, and he was like, oh, what'd you watch? What'd you get into? And I was like, oh, I started playing this new video game. I was like, oh, I'm like 5% into it. Like, the story hasn't really kicked in quite yet. I'm still getting used to the mechanics. Um, and he goes, oh, I don't really play video games, but I saw this ad for this video game, and it really, make, really makes me want to, like, buy the console. And I mentioned the word console seller to him. And I said, oh, What game? He goes, uh, it's some big bald guy with, like, red tattoos. tattoos. I went, big beard. He goes, yeah, I went, that's the game I'm playing. And he's like, really? I'm like, it makes people want to buy the PlayStation 4 just so they can play God of War. Well, you know, they took a very long time developing it and tweaking it and making sure it was right. And it is absolutely, like, every detail in that game is pristine. The graphics are amazing. The kid is not as annoying as I thought he'd be. The kid is actually useful. The kid does not have a life bar, which means it doesn't turn the whole game into an escort mission, which I was a little worried about. Yeah. Round pasta, apparently. Anyway. It's called Gorzo. You may use it to make risotto. It's a rice shaped pasta. Yeah, I know what it is. Now I want risotto. I'm. I'm. Uh, um. But it does remind me of Horizon. Not that that's a bad thing, because I think you're very well aware of how much I played Horizon. A lot. Yes. Many tens of hours on that one. Um, I could could literally go on PlayStation Network and check, but it would just depress me. Um, What did I do with all my free time? Oh, wait. Played the fuck out of Horizon. But it is like, you know, the side missions, I'll go do those before I do the storyline, because it's that engrossing, and it teaches me a bit more the dynamics, and I get to 
get more resources because it is very much like Horizon where you can um, unlock and upgrade skills using experience points. Um, you can upgrade your um, axe. He's got an axe right now. I got it slightly spoiled for me that at one point he does get his like blades back. And I cannot wait for that shit to happen. But that's all I know. So, like I told you, I was watching a little bit of the gameplay on Twitch. Because uh-huh. uh, my friend Andrew is actually pretty well known on Twitch and has been doing it for years. And actually makes a living doing it. Nice. But at some point, one of the people that was watching him popped off in fucking chat. And he, all he screams is, I swear to God, I'll shove this axe right up your ass. Which you can aim it, so that's actually possible. Right. Axe to the right ass. Right up Main Street. <laughs> right up Main Street. Oh, uh, you get like, yeah, they're like little like achievements for like tripping people or headshots and shit like that. Um, but it's a lot of fun in that I've never really played a game where the weapon comes back to me. Like Mjolnir. Like Mew Mew, yeah. I said Mjolnir, but okay. Mew Mew. We're going to fight about this, aren't we? No, that's what Kat Dennings calls it in Thor 2. Yeah, no, it just makes me think of the like, random one-off joke from Parks and Rec when Jonna says she's about to kill Mjolnir on someone's ass. <laughs> don't remember that part. Um, like I said, it was a random one-off joke. She's like, I'm going to have to get like Thor's hammer Mjolnir. I'm going to have to kill Mjolnir on his ass. <laughs> um... So some of the puzzles are kind of cool because, like, this like they have like rotating like almost like paddles, and at first I couldn't Hot. figure out, huh? Hot. Oh yes, Fifty Shades of Kratos. I am wondering oh, if nice. I I am wondering. Uh, uh, well, remind me about that in a second. Um, but there's parts where like I couldn't figure out the puzzle because I'm not used to a, a, a weapon that returns to me. So I would like go, oh, I gotta hit that with my axe. And I would hit it, and then it would like rotate. Like, you know, 90 degrees, 180 degrees. the weapon would return and hit Well, it. we gotta hit the button for the... To, but, like... But then, like, the gate would, like, start to rise and then close again. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, oh, I have to throw the axe. Make it return. Throw the axe. Make it return. Exactly, throw the axe. Yeah. To, like, rotate something, like, all the way around. And I'm like, that is really fucking cool. So, I mean, the, the weapon mechanics are great. Um, speaking of Fifty Shades of Kratos, Kratos, I am wondering... Because um, it is a mature game. I have heard the effort already. Um, this is going to be one of the weird ones where they end up like doing it on a unicorn. <laughs> what a beautiful rainbow. Do me on it. <laughs> Pretty um, much. Yes, please. I am wondering if, because in every God of War game for the PlayStation console, I don't know about the Vita and all that, um, they have had the threesome minigame. <laughs> now he's got like a kid in tow. Oh, no. So I'm wondering... Oh no. I'm wondering if like there's a part where like the kid runs off, because you know it's gonna happen at least three times. It's already happened once in the first couple hours you play. So I was like, oh what a precocious youth. I wonder if I can leave him behind. Um just just up and return to Olympus and be like, Thank you. fuck you annoying oh. kid. Um But he, he does become useful once you start upgrading him. Um I remember watching a little piece where he's trying to teach him how to shoot. That's at the very beginning. Yeah, exactly. Which I know is really near the beginning. I'm like, it seems weird you're doing a mentoring exercise right now. Apparently it's a very emotionally textured... Yeah. Um, You know, very father-son. The mom is dead at the very beginning. So the whole point of, like, the beginning of the game is you're taking her ashes up to the highest peak as were her her wishes. And then you get attacked by... Just like a woman. She dies and still leaves mature. Yeah. Which he isn't going to do immediately. You gotta do a whole bunch of... Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and then this, like, stranger, who literally is called The Stranger so far. Okay, calm down. I really wish you hadn't said that when I was mid-drink, because I damn near fucking laughed that out of my mouth. Well, like, when you look at, like, the like your bestiary codex, it literally just says The Stranger, and I'm like, I really hope we learn his name eventually. Does that mean, like, he's going to sit on his hand for a while? Well, he does say he can't feel. Just saying. But the weird part is I thought it was Loki at first. Because it's all Norse. Yeah. Actually, I actually knew that. Um, so, uh, but I don't think it is. Apparently it's implied through dialogue that it's Volstag, which makes no sense, because he's a very large person, and this guy was very uh, lean. Well, not everybody has to look like they actually are. Yes, but Volstag himself is like, that's part of the, like, he's a, I mean, he's that big fat dude played by uh, Ray Winstone in, in the movies. His nickname is literally Volstag the Voluminous. Like, that's in actual North mythology. He's a big old fat guy. He's a big old fat lady. She a big old fat person? She's a big old fat person, that was it. Which Don't touch my dog. Which, by the way, you would not believe how many people, well, I should say men on Tinder, try to use, are you a size 14 as an opening line? Because I have that straight out of lotion t-shirt. Ah, that makes sense. And I, of course, play dumb and immediately get offended. Why? It's fun. I want to hit on a girl using that, like, uh, Pete Holmes Batman thing with the, like, the, if you push the little button, an explosion happens. I'm really good at it. A is for Alfred. B is for bats. <laughs> Which invariably I will eventually say, with my dick. And, and go then to go. sleep. <laughs> Edgar keeps going. He keeps fucking it up, but he keeps making it go, Mr. Fishy! Um... <laughs> What you did to your fish, you did to those men. I overfed them. <laughs> so, um, <sighs> I like that I bounced between Batman, Bane, and the gay kid from Big Mouth. Like, those are my voices at work, where it's like, look at you, walking into rooms, declaring things. So, I have to say, I had been re-watching Big Mouth, because I wanted somebody something that was kind of light, and also... You can really... watch the whole season in one day. I mean, like, and well, I don't no, mean, like, I, the I whole day. No, I was doing I mean, like, I, was, I was going it's to... It's a quick watch. Like I said, like, I was going, I was taking a nap, and then I was falling asleep at night, so I kind of put that on for background. Huh? I've forgotten how disturbing it is the first time Coach's Hormone Monster makes an appearance. <laughs> You're the man, Steve! Steve. Exactly. Cowabunga. That, and the whole thing with him trying to get to the Walgreens to get some eye drops. Oh, and yeah. He's the movie and he's like, oh, what you doing? It's a Netflix ad. You gonna watch yep. some more? You should binge watch this. Um, but yeah. I get the uh, Andrew's Gay song stuck in my head at least once a week. Really? Mm-hmm. Thanks, Josh Harnell. I feel like I'm either going to come or barf. Justin Harnell? Jess Harnell. What did they end up naming the female hormone monster? Because Maurice uh, it's is... it's Connie, because it's the tattoo you see when he rolls up his sleeves. Yeah, it's Connie and the... Maurice, right? Yeah. I love the fucking joke where he, like, gives him the bag to breathe in, and he's like, oh my god, what was in here? Oh, those are my dicks. No, some more of my dicks and half a tuna melt. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh god. So, um, you wanted to talk about Legion. No, I didn't. You did last week. That was two weeks ago. Because I said we talked about it, but you hadn't watched it yet. Like I said, all my thought points are gone now. Okay. In which case, uh, we'll get into this as part of our usual ending nonsense. Oh, yeah, I have a mistake I made today. Okay. Um, Well, I kind of want to get into uh, what we use in the shadows. We haven't done that in a while. What we do in the shadows? 
what we use in the shadows. Oh, got it. Remember Sorry. that? Yes. Remember that segment? Yeah. That never went anywhere? I still like it. My note says, my dope soap. My soap is dope. What kind of soap But it's do you not like? dope soap. So we are in Colorado, so I need to clarify. I do not have pot soap. That would be weird. Anytime you offer anybody a brownie here, they always ask if it's a special brownie. I did that anyway. But maybe that was just my friends. Um, I gotta give a shout out to Dove, specifically like the men's care line, uh, because I've been using their clay and charcoal soap. Oh yeah, that's good for uh, taking imperfections and impurities out of your skin. Yeah, well, the thing about me is my imperfection is that I have no imperfections. Um, but it's it's a really nice, like, very mellow musk, like, oh, earthy you like the, you smell. You like the very subtle scent. And I've been doing this, and my beard's getting heavy enough. Do we um, need to get you some beard oil? It's not that long yet. Um, I can, according to the day job, I can get up to three inches, or as a guy would say, eight inches. Um, go ahead and laugh, that was a joke. No, I was just, like I said, if you're getting to the point where you need beard oil, I have a company that I like, so I'll have to yeah. get you some. We'll talk. Um, Shout out to Suavecito. Yeah, I'm not putting anything on my face called Suavecito. I love their products. I use uh, a bunch of their lipstick and their face masks. I do well, remember Suavecito, but yeah. Um, no, but this is like, I just turned it back to like three quarters inch, so. Like four inches? If you're a guy, yeah. Um, that was my favorite joke was when they're like, how much is it going to snow? And they were like, oh, just a couple inches. I was like, or eight. Um, I also made the joke to my friend where they were actually talking about trampolines. I wasn't part of the conversation, but they mentioned a trampoline. I went, you know those were called a jumpline, and then your mom got on one in 1976. God, I love that joke. So fucking good. Like, it broke him. It was fantastic. But So I got to give a shout out to, to this great soap, because I've been using it in my beard. The charcoal and clay by Dove. Dove The men plus care or whatever. Uh, great. And I love that, that whole line. Like, they've got a couple good soaps. Um, they've got another um, one with, like, the scratchy stuff in it. That's not the charcoal. Exfoliating and, beads. And they're not beads, but it's, you know, it's like moisturizing sandpaper. Weirdly enough. Ooh, who's playing? Sorry. British Premier League's on. Everton and by British Premier, Premier League. Um, as for me, the soap I am currently using Neither is... Neither one. I'm my using, team's not playing. Like I said, I'm my using uh, Aveeno Body Wash Mild. And I like it because, one, it is very moisturizing, and two, it does not have a strong floral scent to it, because I fucking hate when things smell powdery or when things smell floral. Yeah, I might say, like, it almost, like, it's got, like, that, like, clay earthy smell, but there's, like, a... Not a, not a perfume, but it's it's there's a it's, scent. It's a light fragrance. Yeah. The other one I really like. I had is you I smell like, me, but I I've smoked no, since. No, I think so. I'm good. So the other one I really like is um, Biore baking powder. I mean, sorry, baking soda face wash, because you can't over scrub your face with it, and it's a powder, and you just put it on your hands and get a little wet, and then scrub your face with it. But since it's a powder and it's baking soda, it gets progressively softer the harder you scrub, so you can never over scrub your skin. Oh, with nice. It. Yeah. Because that's a problem I've had before where I've over scrubbed. Accidentally give yourself a chem peel. Kind of, yeah. Because mm -hmm. I mean, it's like I've always liked the St. Ives apricot uh, pit scrubs. I'm aware but of you it. can totally over scrub the shit out of your skin with those. No? No, I mean, it's got apricot pits in it. It sounds like it's going to make you look like Edward James Almost by the end of it. Do you want to look like Edward James Almost, Dean? No. <laughs> was that? Venture Brothers. Okay. I, th I thought it might have been Family Guy. No, I knew it was Hank. It was not Dean, but you knew what I meant. But yeah. Um. Mistake you made? I did not realize till I got here and set down my purse and went to the ladies' room that I put on my leggings backwards today. Did you fix them? No. 
not going to take off my boots and take off my leggings and turn them around in the bathroom here. I mean, they're leggings. I guess no one would really notice, right? Well, Except nobody's noticed thus far. The only problem I'm having is because they're not on correctly. They have a tendency to slip down and show some crack. On with front or back? Back crack. Gotcha. Like I said, I just have to be vigilant on making sure they don't slip too much. Okay. My mistakes I made were covered in damn the last couple of weeks, so. Okay, then. Um, as a parting shot, I want to leave you with this fun medical fact. Oh, God. My sister told me a fun medical fact two days ago. Ooh, which one to, was that? I'm not going to tell you. Just keep living your life. I wonder if it's the same one. You first. Did you know the average erection takes as much blood as is in a gerbil? Well, that's disturbing. And no, it was not the same fact. If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher. Oh, yeah.